Welcome to the University of Life. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> How's everyone doing today? I'm good, man. Is everyone good? Um, good? Today we've got a good topic. One of my favourite topics ever. As you guys may know. <laughs> <laughs> no, do, you, do you know what, guys? All the time these guys laugh at me. I don't know why. I do not know why. Oh, it's too funny. Go on, But yeah. this is one of my favourite topics of all. But it's about books. <laughs> Sorry. John's face made me laugh. Uh, sorry, I've been happy. You guys finished so, yet? Yeah, we're finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what about books? <laughs> <laughs> so this this one, we're actually going to talk about what books are essential for your library. Okay. So we're doing three books that are essential. Not three books to read when you're 20s. We can, yeah, we can do. Actually, do you know what? That's a good what? good topic. What? Three books to read in your 20s. Why we can your change 20s? it to that. Why 20s? Because it's... John's just it's, mad it's when you're actually reading his 20s. It's when you're beginning your life and you're actually building your foundation in life. Really? In your 20s, yeah, I believe that. I think you learn so much about yourself in your 20s. Because I think in between your 20s, once you get into your 30s, it's not it's over, but it's... (laughs) (laughs) It's not over, but it's it's, you're in a place where you might have more responsibilities than you do in your 20s. I know people who are 30 that have... Like, well, no, I know but, one person uh, but, in their thirties that really needs a lot of help. Um, <laughs> um, You're right. Everyone in this room knows what I'm talking. I'm joking. <laughs> no shade. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you stop that. <laughs> wow. No, but do you, you know? You what? see what? Okay, look at that for example. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care how old you are. I know mm. some dumb people that are thirty. You call me dumb? dumb. No, no but I mean, 30, like, what you? you should learn. Because you don't want to waste years, you know what I mean? I think what Derek's just trying to say is that in your 20s, it's the it's the decade of learning. Learning what? Learning about, about yourself life. and learning about life. If you think learning about how it... To yeah, if you think about it, in your 20s, usually, um, you know, you're renting, so you have your own apartment, you finish uni, so then you have the responsibility of getting a nine-to-five. And there's loads of things that you experience in your 20s, and you have the opportunity, like, you're now over 18, and in America, you're over 21, so you're legal now to do everything, basically. So it's like you're free to travel, and it's you just have so much freedom, and with freedom comes responsibility. So I think in your 20s, it's your decade to really so learn. To find yourself I think okay obviously you can find yourself later on but (laughs) that's like you don't want to be going through it's a never ending journey but I think in your 20s when you go I think it's the first time for everything in your 20s and then in your 30s if you do it again you know what to do basically yeah you should you should know (laughs) what to do if you don't then (laughs) speak to John (laughs) I'm joking Let her laugh on her own. Let her laugh on her own. Her uh, Derek's laughing with all those silent ones. No, he's, not, he's not laughing. Yeah, he is. I'm not laughing. Oh, it's not funny. You've done it. You finished. <laughs> yeah. John called me up the other day and asked me how to use a washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <gasps> Are you okay, though? And breathe. <laughs> It's all right. You're, you're still in your twenties, John. It's okay. Uh, you're learning. I'm learning. All right, let's do this. Derek, what's your book? So my book is um, Life's Golden Ticket by Hold Brendan. On, stop Bur- a minute. Life who? Life's Golden Ticket. Life golden, Life's Golden Ticket. Yeah, by, by Brendan Burchard. Brendan. He Brendan he wrote um, the most. Brendan's one of my manifesto. really good friends. You know. Who? Brendan. Who? Richard. Richard, the the author. I'm joking. Look at your reaction. <laughs> Stuttering on your words. <laughs> Bring me in. Why, why do you like that book? I think when I picked up this book, when I started reading it, it's how the book's like lay, laid out. It's more. You have to lay out. Huh? Stop. <laughs> sorry, let me finish. Sorry, what, what are you saying? Sorry. sorry. 
Sorry. <laughs> what's, what's, I don't care. What's funny? <laughs> go on, go on, go on. Sorry, I'm, I'm just in a funny mood today. Sorry, go on. Yeah, now how, how it's laid out, it starts from a um, place where the guy's broken. Mm-hmm. So his um, wife's in hospital and he's been going through this um, sort of drinking stage where he's been like an alcoholic. He's just been coming home from work. Mm-hmm. He's not doing something that he enjoys in his life. So he's going through a season where he's just like, life's just... You know, like, tip- they say typical, like, midlife crisis, you're going through that. So mm-hmm. you might come home from work, just go in, sit by the TV, have a drink. But then his wife got upset with that lifestyle and didn't want that anymore. Mm-hmm. So she wanted something more with her life. Mm. So then during that time, she sort of ran off and um, she went missing. And then the police came to his house and was looking, like, for the woman and thought he murdered her or something. But... um about a month or two months later she just Sorry, ended, to ended. Part, was he prisoned for that no 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 he was oh, okay. <clears throat> why has my face gone like that that's all yeah on, everyone <laughs> nobody knows what you're talking about everyone water yeah everyone knows what everyone is no but back to the story <laughs> back to the book yeah basically she ends up in hospital mm-hmm. and um randomly and then she just tells him to go to this place where this funfair used to be and this funfair basically cut long story short is um as you go through the funfair you go through different stages in your life so you start to learn about different things that you learn through the processes so then he sort of grows through that starts to understand a bit more but you have to read it to actually really get but it made me really think about my life in general and obviously the book's called life's golden ticket so it's like, what would you do if you were given a golden pass, like to do anything in your life and actually achieve anything that you wanted to? So that's basically what it's all founded on. But it just starts from when he's at a broken place. So how would you say the book has impacted your life from before you read it to now that you've read it? Yeah, I think it has a lot because I think it's impacted me to let me see that, like not take life for granted and not, just settle if you know what I mean go for what I can achieve like and, mm. and reach my potential you know what I mean I'll do I, I might try and do more today than I did yesterday you know mm. and try to always grow try to always like reach like higher heights if you know what I mean mm. what made you buy the book did um, someone recommend it to you or did you what, what no do you know what I, I listened to Brendan Burchard like a lot like back in the day, not now anymore. It gets on my nerves. He gets on my nerves. Uh-uh. No, he does. Uh-huh. Sorry, he, Brendan. Like, sorry, bro. His YouTube stuff gets on my nerves because. And he's still he, going. No, you know you man. get some. No, because no, you have to be real sometimes. You know what I mean? Okay. Like there's Aww. there's some inspirational guys that are just talking like all this inspirational oh, stuff, and I get bored of it sometimes. I can't be listening to it all the time. You know. The what way I mean? you get bored of my videos. <laughs> he doesn't even watch them. I know, I know. Mm. Even worse. Anyway, he doesn't watch. Um, <laughs> no, Derek doesn't watch um, Sora's videos. I do. I watch. You do I not. watch them. You don't even pay attention when you watch them. Yeah, watch your last one. What was, what was it about? about? Nah. You were talking about some makeup thing. No, I wasn't. Oh, wow. <laughs> what was wow. you talking about? Your last Everyone one. Everyone knows the last thing I talk about is makeup. No, you was. Okay, you're saying what was you saying? Something about ugly or beautiful or something homeless. About, something or about, something homeless. about you know. Wow. No, I know I can't remember. So something about homeless? No, I'll, that's I'll, the homeless one. You know the old one. That's like last year. Derek. What's I'll, the newest one? I 
<laughs> I'm asking you. No, I d- do. you know what? I what I, I, wa- I watch so much stuff that I probably just, I can't remember. He, mm. She gets on your nerves, didn't it? No. <laughs> anyway, finish off your story. Yeah. What, what was he, what was he saying? She's angry. Sorry, he's angry. <laughs> that David doesn't support her videos. No, that's a good book. Um, what about you? Me. Um. Oh gosh. Actually, okay. No, what about wait, you, John? No, no, do you read actually? Because I know. You, actually, I'm, let's do John's first. No, 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 wait, 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 let's do John's first. Let's do John's first. Let's do let's do her. No, no, I'm not doing mine. I'm going to wait till you do yours. No, let's do yours. No, let's do yours. Let's do yours. Nope, yours. Okay, do mine. Actually, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a minute. What just happened there? Let's do yours, John. Come. No, 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 no. Sorry, let's do yours. Nope. Let's do yours. Nope. Let's do yours. Nope. Ah, we'll wait until she does yours. Okay, we'll be here all night. We'll be here all night. Let's do it. Go on, John, do yours. No, honestly, do yours. No, 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 honestly. Just do yours. Mine is not interesting. Just do yours. No, 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 no. Mine is not interesting. No, yours is very interesting. Where's the man? I actually want to hear yours before I speak about mine. You've heard mine before, though. No, I have. I actually don't know what one yours is. Okay, the book I would say that... Why did you look at him to say, look, got him to say it? No, I didn't. You gave him a little cheeky wink. No, I didn't. I was breathing. Don't breathe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold your breath. <laughs> the book I would um, suggest that uh, people have in their library, no matter what age you're at, is a book that was given to me when I left college. Um, I love that book. What was it? The book was a great book that... <laughs> What's the name, John? <laughs> I'll get to the name in a minute. The book was a was a great book that I read at a crossroad in my life, and I read that book when I, I didn't read before. I read that book. I wasn't a reader because hmm. that was like the first book that I kind of read, and it was given to me by my tutor. And the book was Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And what is it about? Amazing book. Um. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's the first ever business book I read, you know, ever really? in my life. What's yeah. it about? Um, the book uh, shares a lot of keys and principles for financial management and gives you an insight into the the mind of an entrepreneur, a businessman, and what it's like to grow up with what you'd call a poor dad. Not only poor with you know monetarily poor but also poor with his thinking and the decisions that he made and then also having at the same time a rich dad who was not only rich you know with money so he had two dads had a rich way he had two dads his his biological dad was the poor dad but the stepfather was a rich dad it wasn't even a stepfather it was a it was his friend's 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 dad his friend's dad so a father figure yeah like a father figure who would you know we want to learn from and you know, there were so many lessons along the journey of even when he wanted to um, get work, he was made to work and the rich dad, I think, paid him something very, very stupid, like 20p, something very small. And he made him work even harder for less money, um, not to be spiteful, but to teach him a lesson, a very valuable lesson about being in that position. And he wanted him to feel uncomfortable about it so that he could develop the current the hunger and desire to be greater than just mm. approaching him and asking for work 
so it's little things like that and it really opened my eyes and let me know you know that if I wanted to do or become something I can do it for myself whether it's being a mechanic or a hair technician or a plumber or a bricklayer I can do those things if I'm passionate about them but I don't necessarily have to get a traditional job and work like he was working for that money I can start my own bricklaying business start my own um, uh, plumbing business start my own barbershop whatever it is that I'd like to do YouTube channel YouTube channel <laughs> whatever it is that you want to do um, so how do you feel like the book has changed you from before you read it to now that you read it well if I never read the book I would have first of all I would have been in university I was in the middle of applying for a course that I wasn't passionate about but I just wanted to at do it at Cambridge sorry at Cambridge <laughs> <laughs> no it was in um, what was it Leicester or Birmingham or something <laughs> like that one of those ones I was going with the wrong intention I just wanted to kill time I guess I didn't really go there thinking that I was I wasn't thinking straight anyway and my tutor stopped me and, and told me you know they wanted to see me behind after the the lesson had finished and he said to me um, I don't normally do this I'm not your dad I'm not your parent but uh, I don't think university is for people like you read this book he gave me the book he's a tutor he said to me that he's not like all the other tutors that we see in the college that he you know he's here because he's passionate about teaching whether or not he teaches here or not doesn't affect his money he doesn't come here for money he was telling me how his he his finances are sorted this is just a bonus for him and um yeah and he 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 really looked, saw something in me that i didn't really see myself mm. i didn't think i had that kind of potential before i was totally unaware of it when he said he there's something different about me i didn't think there was anything different about me at all i thought i was just blending in but he was giving me that courage to blend out and to to be someone of significance and become someone of value and yeah and even till today he's still someone that i still i still click with i still connect with i still talk to and you know i've been in he still does music i've been in a studio mm -hmm. with him and um and crept and conan and i remember saying to him um remember that day that was like that was that was a lie that was a that was one of those moments that if I didn't make a decision at that point to not go to university I would have been the black Mr. Tumble because I was going to study children's music do nursery rhymes and Incy Wincy Spider and all them kind of things there so you would have made P though yeah I would have made P but I wouldn't have been happy yeah I would have got my my, my check from BBC a few grand a month or so and then gone home took off my Mr. Tumble costume and I cried out the window so imagine dating a guy that wears a Mr. Tumble outfit <laughs> like can you imagine that would you, would you, would you have dated that? the guy who was like a Teletubby <laughs> imagine imagine he's, that's his job he goes, goes and puts on the Teletubby suit nah, I'm not saying I wouldn't I'm just saying imagine <laughs> imagine <laughs> what, why are you laughing Derek it's probably huh? a Teletubby you yeah. know. imagine Mrs. like Teletubby. this is my husband oh what does your husband do oh he's a Teletubby <laughs> No, just say he's a professional actor. Yeah, he's an actor. <laughs> he's an actor. Do you think it takes much to wear a costume and wriggle around a bit? No, he's got to do the voices as well. The Indian voices? 
Teletubbies. They just make little sounds like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that what, sorry? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh. right, I've done my book. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. Um, um, what's your book? So I actually, like John said, I actually didn't start reading until I read this book. And um, it was given to me by one of my really good friends. She she gave it to me because she knew I had gone... I haven't had the best experience. Oh, yeah, be it me to talk about um, love. But he she um, knew that I didn't have the best experience in my love life. So she gave me this book <clears throat> and she said it would be really helpful. Now, like you guys know I'm not one to read or anything, but this book is called Why Men Love Bitches by Sherry Argov. That's how you say her last name. And um, she just talks about you know maybe the things that you've done in the past for love and why you shouldn't do some things that you've done and she like recommended some things that you should do in in opposed to things that you've done in the past to make your love life easier and it that book didn't just help me um in terms of my love life because there's no love in my life but um but it it didn't really um you know give me insight into my I mean it gave me insight into into love altogether but I can't really apply anything that I've learned until I start dating again but it helped me shape me up as a woman and um you know it helped me see things about myself as a woman and um what the book really talks about is just um to stop giving so much of yourself to people that don't give to you and have no intentions to give and I really applied that to every aspect of my life in terms of education work friendships and other relationships um it just helped me understood more about the woman that I am the woman that I want to be and having a bit more love and self-respect for myself I heard that just for the uh, purpose so, yeah. of those that are listening that may not have heard of this book or know anything about this book uh could you could you clarify what who's the author against sherry sherry okay what can you just clarify what she meant by this word bitches because a lot of the time people yeah you know what this this girl actually messaged me that's not what it's about this girl actually messaged me on instagram really upset about the title of this this book what was it called again why men love bitches and she said she found it very degrading and but she was really having to go and i was like i didn't write the title of this book Mm. but what sherry means by um bitches is she describes a bitch as a woman um that recognizes herself a woman that is fulfilled within herself mm-hmm. um and a woman that isn't a pushover mm. so it's just that's just what she the word bitch is what an she, assertive woman an assertive woman you know, a, a woman that knows who she is where she's going and how she's going to get there and she doesn't need to um she is confident that's the main thing a woman that is confident in every aspect of her mm. life um she's not insecure and um, she's she doesn't get pushed around, so and she doesn't give herself up for love. Good. So why do men love a woman who is assertive, a woman that is confident? A well, ask, that uh, let me her. ask you guys that. Why do you guys love women like that? No, based on according to her book, because she's a woman mm-hmm. writing about how why men love this. No, type of she woman. wrote that book based on the research that she did. Okay. So she didn't just do it. Okay. She. 
So she did what, her research. And according she spoke, to her research, what are the reasons why? Men say that they don't like mm. women that are low in confidence, low in self-esteem, mm-hmm. um, because and like basically a pushover because it's not. It's not. They don't find it sexy. Mm. You know, they um, a man should lead, yes, but a woman should. Um, a woman should also enhance a man and a man doesn't feel like he can he can learn anything from a woman or he can take anything away from that relationship if a woman is constantly depending on him, if a woman is constantly insecure, if a woman is constantly um, low in confidence. Um, it doesn't really stimulate a man. So, yeah. I heard that. Would you agree with that, Derek? I think, yeah, confident woman is, is important. So I'd say that is a quality that, well, I look at anyway. You like that, yeah? Yeah, of course. What about yeah. you, John? What? Everything I said, would you agree? Yeah, I agree. I agree, I agree. She only really titled it that really for clickbait. It's not really a clickbait, is it? It is. Click the book. (laughs) No, because people will buy it based on the title. (laughs) People will buy it based on the title. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Yeah. no, no, of course. That's why I said, you know, clarify that because like your friend that got, not your friend or whoever that person was that got offended. Um, it's because the title can be a, lo- a little bit misleading and when you hear, you know, mm. white men love bitches, you'd well, think... Well, before oh, you guys take offence, read it first because it's... We haven't taken offence. No, I'm not talking about you guys. No, yeah, no, we are recording and talking <laughs> to an audience. Um, before anybody takes offence to the title of this book, do read it because if I didn't read that book, I would have continued to make the same mistakes that I did with love and any relationship um honestly like i see love so differently and i can't wait to start applying what i've learned into my relationships and create a healthy loving relationship instead of a very dependent um not very good relationship <laughs> i heard it so yeah so those are the free books get them in your library yeah um the this golden is not sponsored ticket. we promise the golden ticket it's a life's golden ticket oh was it was it called the life life's, life's golden, golden ticket. ticket i might read that actually yeah yeah, that's Golden Ticket. That's yeah, a really um, good book. I don't have that book. Do you have it at home? No, I've got it on Kindle. Um, last Golden Ticket. What was your one again? Why Men Love Bitches Men by Love. Sherry Argov. Yeah, I've got that book. Um, but you don't read it. And also, following it. on from that, mm. read um, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man by Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Right, get these books. Make sure you Go do again, it. put them in your library. In your library. And then it's going to change your life. Let me read, read let, Life's Golden Ticket first. <laughs> now read read Ribbit Robert Kiyosaki's uh, Rich see that Porter tells book. you that you shouldn't read it first when <laughs> you started read um, read my book when you find yourself in a pickle when you find yourself making the same mistakes again for love read my book don't, don't read it better it. to read it before no 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 no, no don't you don't want to get don't. into the pickle in the no, first place no 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 because there, no, there is a blessing in every lesson that you learn so as a wise man learns from Others' mistakes, not his own. No, 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 no. Yeah, a wise man can learn from others' mistakes, but a, li- a wise man won't be able to have um, that endurance. They won't be able to really sympathise unless they actually go through it. So I would recommend people to only read it after you get yourself in a pickle. Honestly, like, you'll, you'll learn so much about yourself. <laughs> Derek, what's wrong with you? You both are really, really annoying. No, do you, you know Because, so do you know, cause, cause, like, I, I agree. Yeah, so if you don't agree, why do you laugh? Why can't you just say it? I no, I, I didn't laugh. <laughs> it was just, it's because I do right that now. face where I'm, I'm like, I don't agree. And then okay, John, well, Derek doesn't agree. Um, no, I think it's important, obviously, to have the experiences and stuff, but you can avoid all of that and read the book before. Do you know what, guys? Do what you want. <laughs> read it before you get into a pickle. Read, read it, it after. Read it while you're in a pickle. Yeah, read it yeah, while okay, you're in a pickle. You can read it, read it, it when you're in the pickle you if you want. <laughs> 
Just read it. Read it you can read it if you're in a pickle. <laughs> what is it? In a pickle? Yeah, in a pickle. If you, if you, if you, what is wrong with I said with you can him? read it if you're in a pickle. <laughs> you said it like four times. You keep repeating yourself. What's uh, wrong with you? We'll, we'll pray for Derek. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. John's crying. <laughs> John, yeah, Why are I you am, crying? Man, you're not really too happy. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, get those books in your libraries. Um, and also, do let us know what you think of the books. And if you've learned anything, um, contact yeah, myself. We'll give you the Amazon links as well in the description. Thank you guys so much for listening. I've been Sorez. I've been Derek. I've been the Incredible John. See you guys later.